0: What's the proper way to deal with somebody that's not living as they should? We'll talk about it today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. It is a pretty popular take right now that if you have somebody that's in your life that's not living as they should, that you just accept them for who they are and You don't say anything, and in fact, you affirm that what they're doing is okay. And this is just not the way of the Bible. It doesn't mean that we're rude to people or mean to people. It's not what I'm advocating. But 1 Corinthians 5 deals with an issue in this church in Corinth, and the issue is stated in verse number 1 when he says, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans. So there is even things that people outside of the church would say, this is unacceptable behavior. And so you have somebody inside the church that's living in a way, and and he describes what it is, for a man has his father's wife. So you have somebody who's having an affair with his dad's wife, and nobody in the church is saying anything about it, or dealing with it at all. And this is a big problem to Paul because he understands that one of the tactics of the devil is not so much to destroy the church from without, but rather to destroy it from within. In fact, destruction from without is an impossibility. Jesus himself said that I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So we believe jesus and we take him at his word and so the enemy hears that as well satan hears that as well and so his tactic is oftentimes to destroy a church from within well how can a church be destroyed from within well you can get people inside the church at odds with one another get a lot of fighting going on or you can have a situation like they have in corinth where there is people living in known sin and Nobody in the church is doing anything about it. Nobody's speaking up. Nobody's trying to help this brother. Instead, they're, they're giving it a nod, and it just makes an impure church, so to speak, and this then makes it less effective. So what did Paul recommend that they do? Well, he says in verse 9, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. Not at all meaning the sexually immoral of the world. In other words, the world's going to act like the world. You have to associate with the world and the people that you work with. But he's talking about inside the church. He's saying, I'm writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reveler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. For what have I to do with judging outsiders is it not to those inside the church whom you are to judge God judges those outside purge the evil person from among you so he's saying don't give a nod to sin if if you have people that are not living as they should have the courage to speak up that's why that God placed these people in the family is so that we can look out for each other And there's a lot of times in our lives where we have blind spots and we're doing something we shouldn't be doing. We've justified it in our mind and we need somebody to come alongside of us and speak the truth. And what that does is, is it helps a brother and it also keeps the church healthy. A lot of churches die more from being unhealthy than being healthy. A healthy thing grows. And that's why I said the, the, Devil has this tactic where he likes to destroy the church from within by making it unhealthy. Unhealthy things don't grow, and so consequently the church will just kind of fade away because it's not taking the steps necessary to keep it healthy, and that includes pulling the weeds. That includes confronting sin. It it It's the hard stuff. It's the stuff we don't want to do, but it's necessary for to keep things healthy, and that's what Paul is encouraging here. So it is difficult to have hard conversations sometimes, but it is necessary for the health of the individual and the health of the church. So let's pray that God would give us the courage when we are confronted with a situation like this to do what is good for our brother or sister or what is good as well for the church. Lord, we know that sin is deceptive. It destroys a lot of people been destructive in my life. I I thank you, Lord, for the people who have come alongside of me and have spoken the truth to me in some difficult times. And I pray, Lord, that you would give me and those listening here the courage to do the same for the people around them. May we not be quiet. May we not allow the thing that you have started and built to, to allow it to fade away because we lacked the courage to speak up. Help us to help our brothers and sisters in Christ keep away from sin and call them to repentance. We're grateful for your love for us and how you forgive us of any sin. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.